Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I'm going to be talking about travel snacks that will keep you fit and healthy no matter what type of vehicle you're traveling in. We're going to focus a little bit more in on air travel, but we will talk about all kinds of different travel here on the All Around Joe podcast. If you're watching this video, you can see that I am actually in the campground at Denali National Park where we just got back from riding on an eight-hour bus ride into the park. You actually can't go without a permit, which are really hard to get, in your own vehicle. So you have to take these buses and you have to choose from either an 8-hour or 12-hour day in one day ride. So we did the 8-hour day. And we saw, you know, I think something close to like 20 uh, grizzly or brown bears. We saw a bunch of moose. We saw caribou. We saw ground squirrels. Um, We even saw some uh, lynx which is really cool. I've never seen those out in the wild before. So really interesting, fun stuff. And today we're going to be talking about travel since I travel all the time, but I do do a lot of air travel as well, which I think this is most relevant for because most people that we run into have zero strategy except for maybe like a bag of nuts or something like that that are carrying with them on the airplane. And we're going to get into why that is not the best idea for you. But before we do that, this podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project, which is my online at-home workout program. In fact, I was just shooting some videos out here for the Get Better Project to tell people how you can work out with just a couple of dumbbells in the middle of nowhere in the wilderness here and get a fantastic workout. That's what the Get Better Project is all about. It's about using minimal equipment to get in fantastic shape, whether that means you want to lose some weight, lose some body fat, see those abs, get in shape for some vacation that's coming up, or just be super fit and healthy so that you could go and climb any of these mountains around here. So that's what I use my fitness for. But the byproduct of my fitness personally is that I get to stay lean and fit all the time as well. I think that a lot of people get it messed up and they have this goal of aesthetics, like I want to look a certain way. But if you just try and do your best at a particular workout program like the Get Better Project so you are in awesome shape, the byproduct is that you have all those aesthetic benefits or or goals being met. So you don't have to focus on them. And you can focus on being the best version of you possible. And then you get these secondary aesthetic results, which is super fantastic. Hopefully somebody doesn't drive by here and ruin the podcast um, because we've got some cars that are coming by, some big old puddles there because it rained like crazy here. Uh, The other sponsor that is helping us out with this podcast is Blonix, which I have loved their HMB Plus creatine product for years now. It is my favorite HMB Plus creatine product, favorite creatine product. Every time that I want to get massive gains, I go to that product. And if you go to blonix.com, you can use code ALLAROUNDJOE and get yourself 10% off to try any of their products as well. I'm actually using their HMB Plus creatine, their beta alanine, and their egg white protein powder right now, which is delicious in some overnight oats. They actually just gave me a shout out on their Instagram for the overnight oats recipe. So awesome job. Thank you, Blonix. That's super cool of you. Um, so I recommend any of you guys try that. I am a Blonix ambassador and proud to be one. All right, let's jump into this. Uh, the reason that I really got into this idea here is because we've been doing quite a bit of air travel and the TSA always 
not necessarily makes fun of us, but notes how much food that we bring on flights. And it's not even that we're always flying that far. It's just that we don't want to have to rely upon airport food or the food that we may or may not be getting served on the airplane. And if you guys have done any research or looked into the difference or like how gut health or gut bacteria works and the biodiversity that is ideal for having good gut health and like what it can do for you. I mean, the bacteria in your gut can have to do with like how much body fat you're holding on onto, how much energy you have, um, how your brain is working. It's like pretty much anything that you could think of the bacteria in your gut has some sort of a hand in. So doesn't it make sense that you'd want to have really high quality gut bacteria? It totally does. Now the way that you get rid of it or have bad quality gut bacteria is by having a lot of processed foods, which is exactly what you're getting usually in an airport or an airplane type of situation because they're having to process those foods so that they have preservatives in them so they will last longer. And you do not want to set yourself up, especially if you're the type of person that travels a lot. You really need this. And I've got some serious strategies for you that we use on a regular basis that make it so that we don't have to rely upon these really junky sources of food and end up with bad gut biodiversity and then have these side effects that come along with them. I'd be willing to bet that a lot of people have issues with, or there are a lot. they have a lot of issues that stem from having bad gut bacteria and they don't even realize it. They're not looking at, you know, am I taking a probiotic? Am I eating a lot of green, leafy, multicolored vegetables and trying different things from different areas that are not processed because that is the key to having a really healthy gut. Wouldn't you know? Um, which kind of goes a little bit away from my my philosophy in like eating with routine because you've got to go and try different things to get different gut bacteria um, introduced into your body. So that was my little little spiel on the gut bacteria thing. But what what I'm working with here is that hardly anybody that we see around us carries a bag that's dedicated to food. Now, when you've gone through the TSA or the checkpoint screening, at this point, they ask you to take your food out and put it in a separate bin. They've started doing that. So for us, and that's why we get most of these comments, is because we have a whole bag like this, if you're watching the video, like a smaller, let's see, this is a 16-liter pack or extra bag here that we have this just filled with food. and Or you can have um, like a a Safeway plastic bag or something like that, that works too. And they usually don't count that as an extra carry-on. So if you're worried about having your, you know, two carry-on items, you don't really have to worry about it. What we'll usually do is we'll have one backpack and then this food bag will be our secondary item. And it's, we've gone on, you know, dozens of flights in the last few years and have never had that be a problem. So it's, you know, that's like my purse, the secondary, small secondary handheld item there with the food in it. Um, and the cool thing about that is as the food runs out, then this bag can just be really tight packed into the other backpack. So it's not, doesn't really take up much extra space once you run out of the food that you're actually carrying. So it's really important that you have something like this or a plastic bag that you're planning on taking with you and you actually have a food strategy when you're going to be traveling every single time. I don't ever want you to get onto a plane unless it's a last minute thing that you're running to without a food strategy. Now that food strategy could involve that you know that the airport has something good. Like let's say the airport has 
a chipotle in it or something that you know you can get a high quality fresh salad i know that the SeaTac airport although it is like the worst airport to ever go to for security i don't know why they're doing that i think they want everybody to do tsa pre but that's a whole nother topic they have really good food options in their airport but i don't see that very regularly and especially if you're going to an airport that you don't really know much about don't rely upon it um but usually you know we'd go to SeaTac airport and we'd hit up and get a salad at Qdoba or something like that and that would be part of our strategy or we would go to Chipotle on our way in and put the Chipotle in our bag and then take that through screening and everything else with the rest of our food items so it's really important that you have that strategy set up there's a couple of reasons that it's important other than just eating junky food is to avoid binging on low-quality foods because a lot of times people are traveling, they didn't think about their food strategy, they're just you know shooting from the hip here, and then, and then they end up getting extra hungry. And when they get extra hungry, they make bad food choices. When they make bad food choices, they end up eating not only this processed food that's available to them, but they end up like in the uh, Anchorage airport, they smell that Cinnabon and they go in there and they get themselves some cinnamon buns. And next thing you know, they've put on a couple fat pounds of body fat. Plus, they've gotten this terrible gut bacteria that they're getting from it. So, it's you know a lose-lose situation. You just get yourself too hungry. Um, the other thing is that... Uh, like we said, actually, the, the next thing on my list was to the gut biodiversity, which I jumped ahead and got through that already. So that is another one. But uh, you're basically trying to keep yourself from binging on low quality foods. You're keeping yourself from having a processed food, just indulgence that's not going to be good for you. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't do that if you want to do it as a cheat day, but don't do it as a unplanned thing because travel can just kill you. Um, it's stressful on your body. You're going to get this bad gut bacteria. You're going to have foods that are not ideal for living a healthy lifestyle. And then those things are like the trifecta for you putting on body fat. So unless you want to put on body fat, most of you don't, although it looks like, you know, you Americans do, but hopefully if you listen to this podcast, you're not trying to put on body fat and, you know, I can help you with that. The last part is the hangry thing. A lot of people don't realize it, but they get into their bad moods just because they're not eating quality foods and they're not eating them enough. So you should be eating often enough so that you're going to keep yourself in a situation where your mind is going to be clear and working correctly. You're not going to be angry or in a bad mood. It's going to support your lifestyle. Okay, so what would you put in this pack? So you've got this nice pack here. We've got a Kodo Paxi pack. We actually really love these packs. Um, we've got the travel backpacks as well as this day pack thing. It's called the Batak, B-A-T-A-C-16. And we throw all kinds of things in there. Like uh, today, we actually used this out on our bus trip, the eight-hour bus trip. We went with the, our strategy here. Um, bring nuts and seeds, bring sandwiches. So we made some fantastic sandwiches with like, uh, an example would be Dave's killer bread. We put half an avocado on there, put some spinach, some um, antibiotic, you know, hormone-free turkey. Let's see what else was on there. Some mayonnaise. We usually put some mayonnaise on there. Mayonnaise is pretty much just eggs. I, and I enjoy it. You don't have to put mayonnaise on there, but you, you know, mayonnaise is not that big of a deal. Um, some cheese maybe. And you have to also take this with a grain of salt because maybe you're the type of person that cannot have grains. Um, maybe that's something that bothers you. Doesn't bother me at all. I can eat all kinds of gluten and it, it doesn't bother me one little bit. And 
you know, bread is not necessarily a bad thing. You get some really hearty bread. I'm getting all these, you know, vitamins and minerals that come along with the bread. I'm getting fiber. I'm getting high quality carbohydrates. So there's nothing wrong with that. And then you, you know, get your protein from your meats and your cheeses and you get the fats from the avocado and you get some vegetables from the spinach. It's a fantastic situation there. So I love doing the fresh sandwiches like that. And then, um, Vegetables, so cutting up vegetables like uh, green peppers, yellow peppers, red peppers, orange peppers into little strips, and you put those in a baggie with some maybe some broccoli, uh, some cauliflower. That's a great way of just like keeping things fresh and snacking on them as you go. The peppers especially can be a nice snack, and they're full of fiber, full of vitamin C. So it's a great way of getting some extra nutrients in there um, while you're traveling, and they they stay fresh for quite a while in a Ziploc bag. Low sugar, low processed or low ingredient, I shouldn't say processed because they're definitely going to be processed, but low ingredient protein bars. We've been going to NoCal more often than not just because they're very low sugar. They do have some sugar alcohols in them, which I don't love, but it's just a couple of sugar alcohols. I'd rather have sugar alcohols in a couple than, you know, having all of the sugar that a lot of people are intaking anyway. And you'll also find that protein, certain protein bars make you feel good or feel bad. And no-cow bars tend to both make us, make both of us feel pretty darn good. We've also been eating perfect bars quite a bit. And perfect bars will say that there's sugar in there because there is because they put honey in there. But there's very few ingredients in a perfect bar. And the overall net on those perfect bars is going to be that it's a lower glycemic total food. So if you don't know much about glycemic index, you can lower the glycemic index or the results or impact that it has on your blood sugar by wrapping it with things like protein and fat. And so adding protein and fat to things like carbohydrates will lower the glycemic index or the amount that impacts your blood sugar um, so that you can have essentially less body fat, more sustained energy, that type of stuff. So perfect bars is something we've been going to. They also, you know, once you really get in tune with the way that your body feels, you'll eat things and you'll know whether or not it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing for you. And perfect bars are one of those things that I, I've known personally that they are a good thing. They make me feel good. They don't make me feel like I've got a blood sugar spike or a drop or any kind of weird stuff. So I've been really enjoying eating those perfect bars, all kinds. I, I really like the blueberry, the peanut butter, chocolate chip, and there's a couple others that I like as well. Um, they've got a whole bunch of different styles of bars. Uh, beef jerky can be actually pretty good as long as you're getting a high-quality beef jerky. I don't have one to recommend because I usually, usually don't buy them because it's expensive. I'd rather have sandwich or you know protein bar or something like that. Um, but you're also looking for low sugar because a lot of times people who are making beef jerky think that, oh, I'm going to just load it up with sugar so it tastes good because Americans will buy things with sugar in them because they're addicted to sugar and all that fun stuff. Don't do that. Avoid sugar in your beef jerky. So low sugar beef jerky. Also, uh, vegetable chips. There's a lot of vegetable chips that are coming out here that are pretty interesting. Just be aware that they can be high in fat. Um, So what they'll do is they'll have these cool vegetable chips, but then they'll put a whole bunch of oils and stuff on them so that people think that they taste delicious like potato chips and they end up not being all that good for you. So try and find a vegetable chip that is either lower fat or just know that it's going to be part of your fat source when you're eating those vegetable chips. Still going to be way better than a potato chip, even though technically a potato 
is a vegetable. It's just a very starchy vegetable. It's not a very good vegetable for you to have very often. I won't even have regular potatoes on a very on a regular basis. So I go with the sweet potatoes. So you get sweet potato chips. You get veg, other ve- types of vegetable chips. Um, tasty, good stuff, and much better idea for you than having to eat what they're going to serve you on an airplane, which is not good. Um, and I mentioned earlier, getting something that you know is going to be good for you that will all, will essentially be more perishable, like going to Chipotle or going to getting a salad someplace or even bringing one from home is a great idea. Just know that it's going to need to be eaten relatively soon. You're probably not going to have that thing last a full day unless you're bringing some sort of cooler, which I'm not even sure if you can bring a cooler on an airplane. So let me know if you can. I'd be interested in knowing that. If I could like turn this in for a little cooler or something, that would be interesting. Put it on the show notes if you know that. Uh, Allaroundjoe.com slash 212. I'd love to hear if you know if you can bring some kind of a cooler on an airplane because that would be an interesting idea. Maybe you get a cooler backpacker, a backpack with a cooler section in it. You can put those perishable items. You go for like three days straight with like a Yeti backpack that has all kinds of good stuff in there and you wouldn't have to worry about getting any of these things that are more processed than we'd like them to be like the protein bars or the chips and whatnot. Although it's, you know, it's not terrible choice. It's a better choice. Um, we're just trying to make it as best as we possibly can because we're not expecting you to bring a whole grocery bag full of stuff on a plane and then make it while you're sitting there next to the person that's chomping on the Twinkies next to you. Uh, so we don't, not condoning that type of actions, although if you did, high five, good for you. So that's what we have for you today. I'd also love to hear what are your go-tos for travel. Do you have anything else? I'm sure that we have other things that I did not list here. These are just our main go-to items that we like to bring. I used to bring cottage cheese on airplanes, and then they started telling me I couldn't do that anymore. They actually took some cottage cheese from me a few years ago at the airport, and I haven't brought any with me since. That used to be my go-to. I'd actually bring the Costco-sized cottage cheese with me, so it's a good, good source of, of protein and some fat, depending on what percentage you got. And I would just munch on that, and it would it because the cheese actually lasts for a longer time too. So I wasn't really worried about having that get too warm. I know this kind of sounds weird, but I would eat it for like a day straight or even longer, and that would be my protein for like the whole day. It's just a huge vat of cottage cheese. But uh, the TSA decided that it was no go in the cottage cheese. Anyway, let me know. Do you have any solid snacks that you like to bring with you on your traveling? that are not very processed, that are high quality, that keep you with your diet, that are not going to be sugary or anything like that, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. Like I said, allaroundjoe.com slash 212 is where the show notes are and where you can let me know because if you let me know there on the bottom of the show notes where the comment section is, then everybody gets to see it and that's what we want. We want to help everybody as much as possible. All right, guys. Um, don't forget this podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project. We are putting new people into that Get Better Project every single week. So if you would like to be one of those people that would like to get better with us, based off of my program that I am doing, that Emily and I are doing, that has to do with body weight only or dumbbell kettlebell only or full gym. If you're you know blessed with having a full home gym, that would be fantastic as well. We write workouts for each of those programs and they are fun. They get you in great shape and we also end up being your personal coaches. So help you with your diet, help you with questions, help you with all kinds of stuff. It's a fantastic 
thing, probably the coolest thing that I've ever created. So I am super proud of it, super excited. You can get to that by going to the getbetterproject.com slash getbetter. That will take you directly to the sales page where you can sign up for the Get Better Project. And if you have any questions about it, let me know. I'd be happy to answer those questions. Lastly, this podcast is brought to you by Blonix, which is my favorite HMB plus creatine company. I keep coming back to them year after year, and I'm excited to tell you that I am a Blonix ambassador. So if you guys would like to get yourself a discount on Blonix, go to B-L-O-N-Y-X.com. And all of their products are good. My favorite is the HMB Plus Creatine, probably followed by the Beta Alanine and followed by the Egg White Protein Powder. But they're all excellent, and the company is excellent. So use code ALLAROUNDJOE to get yourself 10% off trying any of those products. I would condone doing that every single month and keeping your cupboard full of Blonix. As a funny story, I actually have some people. I used to promote Blonix quite a bit a few years ago, and I have some people that have told me that they still had used my code like three or four years later to get their Blonix HMB plus creatine because they just, they kept going back to it. They kept thinking that it was the best product out there. And I, I frankly, I a hundred percent agree with them. So just a fun little story, people still using my code and I would see that pop up. It was, it was always fun to see that. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you are going to travel healthy from now on, bringing a bag like this with you so that you can show everyone else around you what they should be doing and eating properly and spreading the love. I always forget to do this, but uh, make sure that you subscribe. If you like this podcast, please give me a review. I'm working on getting to 100 five-star reviews. I'm getting close at this point. So you just have to go to allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes and it'll take you to the iTunes or the Apple podcast page and you can give me that review. That would be fantastic. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe and like button. And if you're watching this on Facebook, hit the like button. All right, guys, I think I covered everything. I Oh, I also have the Feel Good Friday email list. So if you go to allaroundjoe.com, you can sign up for my weekly emails, which is just five... Four, three to five fun things that I found over the week. Those could be like my, you know, cool hikes that you've got to do before you die. That could be like food that I'm eating that I highly recommend. That could be a book that I've read that I think that is, you know, worth reading or a, just like a, a YouTube video that I've seen that I think is was really cool. So I send that out every Friday. It's just cool things. You also get to hear about where I'm at in my life, um, meaning like are we at the top of a mountain or at an airport or whatnot since we travel full time. It's kind of fun to follow us around. So you can get to that by signing up for the Feel Good Friday emails on allaroundjoe.com. And that is it. All right. Thanks, guys. And remember to promote. That was awesome. The All Around Joe Podcast. We optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all around self improvement. I will see you on the next podcast.